Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> Yeah, the match was class, how's that? Welcome everybody to the Digger Dads Pure Shy Podcast. My name's Ryan, his name's Shane, and we're going to do another podcast for you all. What was this? Uh, I think it's uh, 23, 23 I think it is. God, we're, um, we're getting up here. Very big now, very big now. Yeah, I know, it's, um, <laughs> it's tough doing these podcasts now, I tell you, because I've got no time. No time at all. And uh, this one, I was supposed to do this one the day after I did the last one, the day after the match. But then uh, Niall was sick, so he was at home all day with me. And I never got a chance to do it. So I've got the day off today. Now, today is Monday. So it's a week after the match. And uh, we're sitting down to do this one. Yeah, yeah, you called me yesterday. You're like, quick lad, have a day off tomorrow. Come around and do a podcast. So here I am on my bicycle. And I was pedaling like fuck because... I didn't want to be late because you've got stuff to do later as well, don't we? Yeah, lots of stuff to do. I'm trying to organise, um, setting myself up for gigging and stuff like that. And just loads of stuff to do about the house as well. It just never stops, lad. It never stops. No, no, I'm always flat out as well. Yeah, yeah. But the match, the match was good. Ah, the match was alright. The match was alright. No score at all. You know, I felt like the girls, they, they could have just pushed it out a little bit just to kind of fucking... Get a win, at least. They were playing it too safe. It's like they were depending on a draw to get through, but sure, they were already out, like. They could have went home there with a win if they took a few more chances than that. But um, good atmosphere, good crack, you know. So, it was about five o'clock, and the missus came home. She thought she was going to be a bit later, so I didn't think I was going to be able to get to the pub before the match. So as soon as she got in, her dinner was ready, Niall's dinner was ready, and um, I said, I'm just going to go now. I want to meet someone before the match. She said, Grand. So she said, where are you going to park? I said, I'm just going to get the fucking bus. She said, all right, okay. I said, yeah, should the fucking, the tickets give you your fucking free transport. When there's a big match on, you can get on the buses and stuff for free with your ticket. So I just took advantage of that. And um, it, it fucking brought back memories of London High sitting on the fucking bus, just surrounded by dead people. The smell of weed and just people staring into their phones. But mind you, you fucking have to on the buses out here. Why, you have to look at your phone. Because they don't fucking tell you where you are. What? They don't tell you where you are. You're, you're driving along. And you know the way, like, if you're in London, anyone that's been in London or, you know, back home on a bus, you're driving along and next thing it'll say, your next stop is your ma's shed. They don't do that out here. You, you've got no idea where the fuck you are. When the bus stops, you have to stand up and look around you to see where the fuck you are. Ah, oh, fuck that lad. I swear to God, I was fuming. I'm on my phone trying to figure out, right... My stop is 12 stops away, so we've stopped uh, three times. So that means uh, nine more times. Uh, you're just fucking, oh, it's so annoying. This day and age, to fuck, just have it written on the fucking screen even. Doesn't have to be shouting out what stop it is. Just have it come up on the screen. The next stop is fucking whatever. You know, it was pure shite, lad. I was so fucking annoyed. Anyway, ended up getting to the Normanby. 
and I walked in, I walked up and ordered a pint and I was waiting for someone else as well and I thought Mick was gone because I'd been texting Mick throughout the day and he said he was at the Normanby at about uh, quarter to five, they were getting a bit of dinner and they were going to have a couple of drinks and then they were going to go to a pub that was closer to the match and I, I was full sure he was going to be gone by the time I got there because I got there about half six, about quarter past six and um, ordered a pint next and I turned around and he went, Shane, I said, you must be Mick, because I've never met him before. I, I've seen photos of him and that, but uh, I'd never met him before. And he just follows me from the Instagram and stuff. And, you know, he had um, a few health problems going on. And I offered him my spare ticket um, because of his fucking health issues and stuff. I said, sure, fuck it, come on to the match with me, like, if you want. And it just so happened he was already going with um, a few people. So we ended up meeting up anyway and going to the match together. But, um, yeah, he was fucking gas crack, just sound lad. He's from uh, Mead, you know, he's a stonemason by trade and just, yeah, just a sound lad, sound skin. And I'll meet up with him more often now that I know he lives closer as well. And, you know, he's into driving the youths around and he's into the cars and stuff. So, yeah, just I met some lovely people and then uh, ended up going to the match. And lots of people uh, knew me well, that was at the match, like uh, walking through the stadium, uh, walking through the toilets and stuff. Lots of photographs, lots of people asking to get in Snapchats and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Can you do a video for me, Dad? And can you send a video to me, brother? And I'm <laughs> spent more time holding people's phones, shouting into their phones <laughs> than I did fucking watching the match. Eh? <laughs> the funniest part, though, was there was a fella down at the front row of the match. We were dead centre, uh, side on, so you could do half the field, you just saw the whole thing, like. And um, there was a fella right down in the front and he took off his shirt and he was just standing up looking around to us, just constantly swinging the shirt around, just going, ole, 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 The lad must have been on the drink from about 12 o'clock that day. He was absolutely <laughs> fucked. Oh, you always get people like that, don't you? Oh, he was just pure crack. Just a gas lad. Just absolutely monkeys drunk he was. And security have to keep going down to him every few minutes because he kept standing on the chairs as well. He was standing up in the chair just swinging the shirt around. I'd say they were very, very close to kicking him out altogether. But, um, yeah, it was fucking good crack at that match. And then um, there was a couple in front of us. I'd say there were two seats over and then two rows in front. And throughout the whole match, she was breaking her bollocks laughing at me because I was just, like, shouting out stuff. Like, say if Ireland got the ball and they, they kicked it away or something, I'd say... Well, would you kick your mother with that foot, you fucking idiot, Jay? You know, just shouting out nonsense stuff. Just absolute nonsense, because I knew it was fucking getting a reaction from this woman. <laughs> Every time I'd say that, and you'd see her in front of me just fucking shaking with laughter and then hitting your man an elbow, and he's just there going, shh. <laughs> and the people that were with me was like, oh, look, 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 she's, she's, she's laughing, she's laughing. I'm like, yeah, watch this. I'm just going to keep fucking at this one now the whole match. <laughs> and that's what I did. And then towards the end of the match, she turned around and she recognised who I was. And even, like, I'm surprised the amount of people and of all ages that will recognise me out. Like, even when I was walking to the seat, because you have to walk between people, some woman, oh, she must have been, I don't know, I wouldn't want to guess her age, but she's older than me anyway, a lot older than me. Probably closer to me ma's age now. And she went, quick, we need a photo. I'm like, all right, hang on, let me pop me photo face. Like, she was literally taking a photo of me as I was walking towards them. It's like, hang on, <laughs> let's get a proper photo. Don't just take a photo of me, please. Let me get a fucking proper photo. And, um, yeah, just lots of people. I was taking photos with um, P. 
people's kids was coming up to me going, oh, you're, you're, you're the digger dad. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. They're like, can we get a photo? I said, yeah, no bother. And young fellas getting photos and lots of photos in toilets, hey. I would have preferred to have um, the photos outside the toilets, but we had lots of photos in the toilets. <laughs> yeah, the score was nil-nil though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The fucking, they could have took more chances, lad. They could have fucking played a bit better, you know. Um, your one's good, Katie McCabe, she's good, but she holds on to the ball, something shocking. She, she knows she's good, like, she knows she's good, but they could have taken more chances just, just to get a fucking, a goal at least, and, you know, go out with a fucking win. Nigeria did well as well. They had a couple of uh, moments where um, they, they came close to scoring. But it was all Ireland. The whole match. They had the ball the entire game nearly. And they just kept passing it backwards. And fucking take more chances. You're already going home. You might as well fucking risk it all and go home with a fucking decent win. But look, I wasn't on the field kicking the ball. So I, I can't really say much, can I? No, no, you can say fuck all. Did you go to the pub after? Oh, fuck lad. <laughs> yeah, I went to the fucking... Um, we walked out of the stadium. I had about four four pints in the stadium. So I had three pints before I got there. Four pints there. And maybe three or four in the pub after. Oh, fuck, you had good pints then. Yeah, it's all mixed stuff as well, though. I had Guinness at the Normanby. And I was drinking Great Northern at the match. And then I was drinking 4X in the Caxton Hotel. Oh, the Caxton Hotel, that's a good spot. Lad, it was absolutely fucking jam-packed jam-packed and the DJ was clearly uh, Irish because he's playing nothing but Irish songs and it was just unreal like I was walking past because out in the streets after the match the place is packed like the cars are not allowed on the streets because everyone's out walking so they've got the streets closed off just for people we're walking along and just getting spotted by people going oh you're a digger dad can I get a snapchat it's like yeah quick get one you know Quick photo pose. <laughs> and off you go again. And then we're walking past the Caxton. I didn't even know if we were going to go in there. We were going to go somewhere, but I wasn't sure. Next thing, there was four lads at the window going, Hey! Hey! Come in here! Come in here! <laughs> I was like, hang on one second, I'm getting a photo. There was um, three lads dressed in like um, white shirts and green kind of suspender things with green hats. And they were like, oh, you're the lad from Instagram. I was like, yeah, lad, I want this photo. I want this photo. So I got the three of them together with me and we all took a photo. And then we went inside and the Calvin one, Roisin, she was in there. She was with her friend, uh, Kira, And geez, they were well on it. I'd say they were drinking long before the fucking match, hey. But uh, <laughs> there was a fella, I met a fella in there who I'd met before. When my ma was out here, geez, it's nearly a year ago now. Um, we were walking through the shops here, you know, just getting the groceries. And I spotted these two people. And I knew they were Irish because he was wearing... Uh, O'Neill's gear and she was wearing some kind of a football jacket or something and you could tell you could just spot the Irish people a mile away your man recognised me from the TikToks and you could tell he wanted to come up and talk to me but uh, she kept telling him oh leave him leave him leave him he's there with his family you know don't 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 put any stress on him you know all this kind of stuff so we're just going about our business doing the shopping and every aisle we were in they were in it as well and you know we were going to get out pay for our stuff checking out and they joined our queue where there was two um Checkout's free, but they wanted to join the end of our queue just because it was me that was in the queue and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I says to me, ma, I said, that fella must know me from TikTok. She said, fuck off, you hardly get recognised here. I said, ah, when I'm out drinking, I will, but this is the first time I've been recognised at the shop. She said, surely he doesn't fucking know you. I said, I'm telling you, bet she does. So anyway, out of the shop, into the car, and we're just pulling away, and next thing they came out of the shop, 
as I was pulling out of the car park. And he spotted me and gave me the old scan, you know, the old wave. And I gave it back to him. And I says to me, ma, fucking guaranteed, he knows me. I'm raging now he didn't come up and fucking say something to me, you know. Just have a chat. Like, I don't know why people need to be so weary of coming up to talk. Like, just fucking come up and say hello, you know. And anyway, went home and the uncle was asleep. Me ma and uh, her fella went up for a fucking sleep as well. They were up early with the changing of flights and, you know, jet lag stuff. And Next thing I got this message on Instagram and it was from your man. And he said, I just spotted you at the shop there. Um, I wanted to come up and say hello, but you were with your family. I didn't want to annoy you. And I said to myself, well, fuck it. You're obviously a local lad. You're local around here anyway, because you were fucking in the shops buying groceries. So I said, where the fuck are you living? And messaged him and he said, oh, I'm down the road. I said, you're only fucking two minutes from me. Literally, took me two minutes to get to him. And uh, he's like, oh, no, you're grand, lad. Fuck, you're with your family. I said, look, they're all asleep here. I can go down for an hour and have a chat with you if you want. No bother at all. I don't even have to go into your house if you're worried about how clean your house is. I said, we just have a chat outside. And he says, sound, sound. And so I went down and sound, lad, you know, he's from Wicklow. Him and his missus were out here. Then he came out here two days beforehand, you know. So I, I saw them on, I think it was a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and they came out on the Sunday or the Monday. Can't remember, but he says I was the reason that he came out to Australia. You know, he'd seen the videos and he heard me talking about it and he saw how good I was getting on out here and, you know, watching the videos and that. He was eager to get out here and that's what he did. So I was kind of taken aback by that. I said, Jesus, lad, fair play to you. And I said, what are you going to do with yourself? He said, oh, I don't know what the fuck. don't know yet. I haven't figured out anything at all. I haven't even changed my phone over or nothing. I said, well, that's the first thing you should do anyway. Get your SIM card sorted. Get your bank account sorted. And, you know, all that. So I was just giving him a bit of advice and, you know, helping him out, trying to tell him what to steer clear of and what to fucking look into and all that kind of stuff. And I said, if you want, I can ask my my boss if he's hiring anyone and he'll give you a go at least to keep you going. If you want to change, then you can just always go off and do something else just to keep some money in the pocket if you haven't got much money at all. You know, just trying to keep this lad going because he's only a young fella, fresh off the fucking boat, as they say, and just trying to give him something to fucking um, to go off. And yeah, so I went about my business then, went home and told me ma when she woke up. I said, fucking, that was your man in the shop. I went to see him there and he knew me from the TikTok. She said, fuck, that's mad. I said, tell you, I get recognised when I'm out drinking, but never at the shop. I imagine now I, I get recognised more often, obviously out and about. But um, back then, there was no Instagram. Back then I was literally on a thousand followers on Instagram. I wasn't doing any Instagram stuff. But since my Instagram has taken off, I'm getting recognised a lot more. But sound lad, like he was out at that Caxton hotel there the other night as well, and because someone tapped me in the shoulder when I was getting a drink, and I turned around and she pointed to him. She's like, "Look who it is!" And um, I was like, "Fuck, lad, how are you getting on?" And we we had a, a a hug there. We shook hands, and he's working down in Melbourne now. He just came up for the match and stuff, and just a sound lad. And glad he's because he was going to go home. Like he was going to fucking go home if he hadn't met me. Like you know, he said he was they're about to fucking buy a ticket and head home because. They weren't sure of what they were doing or where they were going or, you know, adding at all. And they were just worried about um, keeping money going. So they said, fuck it, will we just go home? And after talking to me, he decided he'd stay on. And fuck, he's out here now over a year and still going. You know, fucking fair play to him. Yeah, it's fucking, Australia's good though. Australia's good. i tell you why it's good now. Australia's good because, like, people can do jobs out here that they're not allowed to do at home. 100% lad. How often... Is a young one that has never sat in a digger before going to get the chance at home to sit in, in a fucking 35 or 40 ton digger and just do the job? 
It doesn't happen. No, it doesn't fucking happen. It happens out here. There's ones out in the mines driving fucking 100 ton diggers and fucking 50 ton dump trucks and, you know, unreal stuff that have never seen the inside of a tractor, let alone a digger, because they're allowed to do it out here. There's no discrimination in the sense like that. Back home in Ireland, it's a very sexist kind of a thing. You know, women in construction, what are you at? What are you at? Go home there. Make tea. You know, that's that's the mentality of it. And people will fight that and people will say that's not true. It is true. It's so fucking true. Unless you've grown up on farms and you're around tractors and stuff and diggers and stuff growing up, you don't get a fucking look in. You really don't. Like, young ones from towns and that. Like, say a young one from Tullamore wants to go off and fucking work out in Bordenamona. She wouldn't get a fucking look in because she's a young one and she's from town. You know, this is the way it fucking is. And out here it's great because... They give everyone a fucking go. My boss in particular is very good like that because he's just happy for people to get in and learn how to do the job and he'll teach them how to do the job or get us to teach them how to do the job the way he wants them to do it so that they'll do it our way and he can keep hold of them, you know, in a sense. (laughs) But, um, yeah, and it's also good because you get to meet people from Ireland that uh, you'd never meet when you're living there. People from so many different counties like Tyrone and Mayo and Kerry and... Unless you go to these places, you don't meet these people. And Australia is great for bringing everyone together. Like, especially at the match there. I met so many people from so many different parts of Ireland. It was fucking unreal. All real sound people. There was one fella, he was from Dublin. He had the Dublin jersey on and Everton. He fucking, he wore that, that jersey fucking proud, I tell you, that day. After the fucking, <laughs> after the All-Ireland. But um, he spotted me, he's like, You're that singing fella! I'm like, no, 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 that's not me. And I was pointing at the lad that I was just talking about who I met at the shop a year ago. I said, it's him, it's him. It's not fucking him, it's you. I said, no, it's him, it's him. I just walk around with him. It's fucking you. <laughs> and we nearly fucking had a row. <laughs> and next thing he says to me, lad, you're fucking gas crack. He said, I love your videos. He said, I don't usually like fucking stuff on Instagram. He said, but your Instagram stuff is class. I'm like, stop flirting, lad. Stop flirting. I'm not gay. <laughs> but yeah, just getting to meet, like, so many of those people that you'd never see at home. It's just grey crack. And you, you don't really understand how many Irish people is actually in these places until, like, a big match is on. And you just see the street is just absolutely covered in green. It's like, my God. Are all the Irish people out here and then there's just Romanians and a few Irish people at home? Or what the fuck is going on? Because there is a lot of Irish people out here in Brisbane alone. It's crazy. You never see that with any other nation. Like, when um, like there was, Nigeria was playing, there wasn't fucking street loads of Nigerians walking out of the match. It was fucking unreal, the amount of Irish people that was there. Un-fucking-real. And Nigeria is closer to here than fucking Ireland, I think. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, of course, they're not uh, an overly well-off country, so I don't know how many of them can jump on a plane and come out here just to have a, a look at the soccer match. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so you had a few pints there. Yeah, a few pints. And every time I was walking to the toilet, then someone would spot me. Like, oh, digger dad. This one fella in particular, he was, uh, every time I walked past him, he wanted me to sing a song with him on Snapchat. And he was just balubus drunk. Balubus drunk. And he said, you're just the same as you are in your videos, man. You're the same as you are in your videos, man. You're not putting on an act at all. Like, you're good crack I said yeah lad why pretend to be someone you're not lad you're you're great crack can we sing a song yeah go on yeah and he took out the phone put up the snapchat and started recording the next thing he just goes 
Oh, Grace, just hold me in your arms. And I'm just like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> and then just, I was like, lad, I'm bowling to go to the toilet. Just let's go off to the toilet there quick. And I ran off to the toilet. And I was in the toilet then and had this weird encounter with this Australian fella. He obviously didn't like that a lot of people know me. And I was in the toilet and there was lads in there and they're shouting over from the far side of the toilet going, the digger dad, the digger dad, ah! I'm like, lads, oh, he's getting on. Just let me go up to the toilet, really, for fuck's sake. You know, just having a crack with the lads. And next thing this Australian fella steps in, fucking weird-looking bastard with long hair and everything. And he's like, oh, you, you like, famous or something, my? I'm like, I don't know. Few people know me here, but I don't know how famous I am in your house, you know? And he's like, oh, you're a bit of a fucking funny dude, I. I'm like, lads, what's wrong with you? He's like, what's your problem, mate? I said, what are you at? What are you at? I'm trying to go to Tyler here and you're fucking up to something now. What's wrong with you? And then one of his friends was pulling him back on, mate, just fucking leave it, mate. Just fucking leave it, mate. He's like, no, he's a fucking dickhead. I'm like, what the fuck did I do to you? Like, just looking for a reaction, hey. And all the lads in the bathroom were just fucking going here. Get the fuck out, you fucking wanker. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I'm just like, lads, look, you come in here looking for something now. What is it you want? Tell me what you want and we can see if you can have it. If you want to fight, you're not going to get one off me because that's all you're looking for. You're looking for me to step out of line so that you have me by the balls. Unless you hit me first, I'm not going to hit you, lad. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you're a fucking bitch, you're a fucking pussy. I'm just like, yeah, lad, keep going. No bother. Take it easy. And I looked at his friend. I said, just look, fucking just at least move mouth and be way so I can fucking walk past him. And I walked out the door. I was like, there's no need for that shite, like. There's always someone though that's going to have some kind of a dig just to try and get the reaction. And when you react then, they don't know what to do. Because they're hoping that you're just going to bow down and go, oh, sorry, sorry, man, sorry, man, sorry, man. But when you give it to them, but you give it to them smart, you don't just start going, here, I'll fuck you up. I don't know, I'll fucking punch your head. You don't start doing that because that's what they want. That's what they're used to. But when you start giving it back to them and twisting things to make them seem like a fucking idiot, they, they quickly uh, go, uh, 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 and then their friends around them see it as well and, you know, it, it de-escalates things. I'm very good at de-escalating stuff. I, I have noticed that. <laughs> I don't like fighting, lads. I don't like fighting. And um, it's okay to not like fighting. Because it's a fucking dangerous game. Especially when there's drink involved. And you're surrounded by fucking uh, cubicles in a toilet. Someone could fucking bang their head and be killed. You know, it's a very dangerous thing. And lads just go out to look for fights. And they're fucking not right in the head. Hey, this fellow was clearly on drugs, like. Clearly on drugs. Because he wouldn't listen to anything I was saying. Everything I was saying was a bad thing to him when all I was asking him was, what's wrong? Why, 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 are, you, why are you like this? Why, what has you like this now? You know, and he just kept calling me a fucking dickhead and a, a wanker. You know, <laughs> it's like, lad, settle down. Just behave yourself, will you? But yeah, there was just a, another instance then after the pub, when I was leaving the pub, that put a bit of a downer on the night. Um, I was waiting outside uh, to get a taxi and two taxis pulled up. One of them was a 12-seater. And then the other one was just a regular five-seater thing. And I said to myself, fuck it, I'm going to go out to the five-seater one. Because if a crowd of people come out now together, they'll just jump into the 12-seater and go. So I walked up to the taxi and he rolled down the window. I said, how much is it to go to such a place? And he said, oh, this amount. I said, fine. And I opened the door to get in and he said, no, no, get into the one in front. I'm like, I don't want the the 12-seater one. And he's like, oh, it's the same price. I said, I don't care. I said, if a crowd of people come out, there's lots of people there together in the pub. I said, if a crowd of people come out and one person is taking that taxi, it, it just doesn't seem fair. Like, why can't I just use the five-seater one? 
And then the fucker that was driving the 12 seater one came out and said to me, What's wrong with you, you fucking retard? I'm like, Hang on now. What did you say to me? He said, Are you fucking stupid or what? I said, What? What are you on about? And he was like, oh, the one in front, yeah, it's law. They were telling me that it's a legal thing, that you have to, by law, take the taxi that's in front. I said to them, what legislation is that part of now? Who wrote that law? And then they kept calling me a retard. I said, look, here, ye uh, work for One Tree Cabs. I have your registrations. If you want, we can, um, we can discuss this retard in writing, hey. And then they were all like, oh, oh, just get an Uber, just get an Uber. I said, I'm getting an Uber. Don't worry, you're not getting any money off me tonight. All I wanted to do was use the smaller car because I'm the only person getting into it and not take up a fucking 12-seater fucking taxi that other people might need. But excuse me for being a retard. And then the Indian fella rolled up his window and he drove off. He didn't even fucking take anyone in his car, he just drove off. I think he was worried that I was going to fucking ring his boss or something or ring someone from One Tree Cabs. But, um... I didn't make a complaint. I didn't send in any emails or anything like that. But just what a way to talk to someone. Call me a retard because I wanted to take the smaller car. What the fuck? <laughs> I want to do something a bit different now, actually, because um, we're a little bit over time. And I was I was looking up some pick-up lanes because I'm getting back into the flirting games. And I found a few that I think people might like. And if you want, I can start reading out some pick-up lanes in the episodes. So here's one now. If I flip this coin, what are the chances of me getting head? (laughs) (laughs) Lad. (laughs) It's a good thing I have my library card, because I'm totally checking you out. (laughs) (laughs) Sick. This is one I've made up myself. (laughs) Did you know? I was an artist. (laughs) I was class at drawing the doll. My ma always said, follow your dreams, Ryan. Can I have your Instagram? <laughs> Where are you getting these? I found them. Found them online. I'm going to read out this one, but I'm going to change it then after I read it. So it says, I'm not usually religious, but when I saw you, I knew you were the answer to my prayers. But I'm going to change it to, I'm not usually religious, but when I saw you, I said, holy fucking God. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Here's another one that I'm going to change, just just because I think it might be funny. I hope you know CPR because you are taking my breath away. I'm going to change it too. I, I hope you know CPR because fuck that man looks like he's dying over there. <laughs> what the fuck? It's another one I'm going to change. I think I'm going to do these ones from now on. I'm just going to read out the one and then change it or something else. But here's one, Nero. You are hotter than the bottom of my laptop. But that's not funny. That's not funny. This one is funny. You are hotter than a nun's vibrator. <laughs> it's fucking bad when you laugh at your own jokes, isn't it? <laughs> Lads, fuck's sake. Oh, fuck, lad, you kill me with these fucking things, I swear to God. Yeah, it's, it's funny stuff, though. I think we might do some of that stuff now in the next episodes as well. Because I enjoyed that now. That was quite good. Changing them around as well. You know, just to suit the audience. Because I know people haven't got hot laptops. But you never know. It could be a few nuns listening now with uh, the, the Lasertronic 500. And it is red hot. Hey. The what? I don't know. I got that from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Fuck me dead. Yeah, we're going to finish it now with our uh, with our motivational, positive mental health stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, when I was at the in the pub, there was one lad. I can't think of what he told me his name. I can't think. He was only young fella. I'd say he was only early twenties, very early twenties, if that. And he just walked up to me uh, when I was standing at the bar. I was walking through because they were they walked in. I was there for about a half an hour, and they walked in and they fucking spotted me straight away. And they were kind of nudging each other and talking to each other and going, there he is, that's him, that's him. And as I was walking through to go to the toilet eventually, they stopped me and they were like, can we get a photo? I said, you can, of course. So I got a girl that was in our group there to take a photo. And one of them turned to me and you could tell the lad was hurting like, because he turned to me and he said, thank you. I said, sorry, let's only a photo. He said, no, no, thanks for all your videos, man. I'm like, look, no bother at all, lad. Not about it at all. I enjoy doing the videos. And he said, you've helped me so much, like, through so many dark days, so many times where I thought, I've got fucking nothing left here. And you kind of kept me going and driven me on. And I'm like, Jesus, lad. I, I, I don't know how to take those uh, comments when I see them written down. It's very hard to know how to respond to it when I hear it come out of someone's face. And he started laughing. I was like, I'm serious. I'm fucking serious. It's fucking mad. That people think that I'm some kind of a, a, a positive mental health guru, you know, just constantly making people laugh and smile. When this is all just very natural to me, it takes no effort at all. And he said, lad, he said, you've saved so many people's lives. He said, I can guarantee you that. I know people in our WhatsApp group chats that message us and say that you fucking helped them. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ almighty. You know, how, how, do, you, how do you deal with that kind of a comment? You know, you just... Take it and use it as fucking ammunition, don't you? And to anyone out there that is struggling and that does um, benefit from my videos or someone else's videos or whether it's music or whatever it is, just keep using, keep using whatever it is that's, that's helping you because it'll get you through a fucking tough time. And I find with music, depending on what music you listen to, will depend on how your mood, mood is. If you listen to good up there country music, you will be just beaming. As that song's playing. Whereas if you're listening to real sad songs. You're going to feel sad. So try and find something that's going to impact your mood. How you want it to impact your mood. And yeah. Fuck lads. I just hope everyone can. Um, can understand that talking about stuff. Is not a weakness. It's actually a very very strong thing to do. Especially for a man. It's a very very hard thing for a man to stand and say. I'm not feeling right. I feel very very low. I'm depressed. I'm miserable. I'm sad. Because it's deemed a weakness. When it's not. Fuck it takes a strong fella. To turn around and say here. Something's not fucking right here now. Can someone please help me. Before I fucking kill myself. It takes a strong fella to do that. A weak fella is the one that walks out the fucking door. I'm sorry no. But it, it's true. It's true. So don't be afraid to talk lads. Honest to God. There's no shame in it at all. And there's never any judgement on my part. I get loads of messages from people. Um, spilling their stories out to me. And stuff like that. Privately and. You know, some of it's quite sad and you fucking, you hold your heart out to these people. But um, there's no judgments on my part. People go through what they go through. I've been through some fucking shit in my time growing up and stuff. I've seen some stuff that I wouldn't wish anyone to see. And, you know, and I understand that people go through things differently. So I don't judge anyone. I don't um, tell anyone anything. If people tell me stuff in confidence, it stays in confidence. You know, it's not my business to, to say, oh, such and such had this go on in his life and... It's nobody else's business but your own. 
And if you felt the need to, to tell me just to get it off your chest, that's where it stays. It stays with me. And you just needed someone to spill it to and someone that you don't know or that doesn't know you. And that's fine. If that's how you cope with stuff and that's how you work things out, that's good as well. You don't have to go to people that you know. You don't have to go to your ma, you know. If you have a way of doing it anonymously or online to someone that you look up to, such as me or someone else, you know, and they're willing to listen to it and try, try and talk you through it as well, by all means, by all means, we're, we're here to help, you know. I'm here to help anyway. I don't know about the rest of them, but 100%, everything I do is, is legit, lads. It's not a gimmick. It's not an act. It's just who I am. And, yeah, by all means, send us a message there. I, I might not always reply to the messages about... Um, what's your favourite tractor and stuff like that. But um, if there's someone out there that is um, deeply hurting and needs to get something off their chest, no bother at all. My Instagram DMs is open for you there. Lad or one, no bother at all. Right? Yeah, 100%. I'm the same. Like, I'm the same. Like, postcards and emails and write letters. You know, I think they still have pigeons. Send them on. We'll, um, we'll, we'll take that stuff off your chest. No bother at all, lads. Take it easy and remember... It's okay to not be okay. Okay? Okay? Okay, lads. <laughs> See you later on, lads.